Welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. Oh, God. <laughs> and Forrest. Howdy. I love that your goal is to peek your mic at uh, every every time you say hello. Uh, uh, that didn't peek my mic. Really? Oh. It, it, it sounded blown out over here. That was <laughs> nope. Oh, all right. Discord's just being bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, Xbox Live was being bad for us last night, too. Uh, so, you know, it's just how audio things go sometimes. Uh, I'm sure that Seth invited me to a party thinking, uh, David's also going to be playing Elden Ring last night, but I was playing Fortnite and doing my weekly missions uh, before I went to bed, and I was at the tail end of that session. <laughs> uh, so I, sorry, Seth, I was not able to explore mm. the the. Kevin, what's the name of this world in Elden Ring? It's the the lands between the lands between. That's yes. what it is. It's very Kingdom Hearts name. Yeah, uh, that's uh, our that's our the lands. Yeah, other um, lands. So yeah, I, I thought guess that's true. You probably thought I was adventuring in the lands between, but no, I was uh, dropping hot onto the island in Fortnite with The Rock and Joel McHale. Um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, I love talking I, about Fortnite. I have been playing video games. I just wrapped up Pokemon Legends Arceus, and uh, that's prescient for the news that's coming up later on in the show. In the news portion, but I don't the know if you can game. really be prescient if you did it after the news was announced. I don't know. I think it's I may have misused that word as possible. It was reactive. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's you're right. Yeah, uh, the, <laughs> for the news planned. Um, let's see, and I'm assuming we're all just going to be talking about Elden Ring. Uh, which is the hit new FromSoft game that has dropped as of last Friday, and seemingly everyone is playing it. Um, seemingly, I, I, yeah. I'm sure there isn't. There's someone in a cave somewhere. <laughs> they're finding. Ooh, a they way. do have. They do have a. They do have a console, but they're refusing to play Elden Ring. But they do have it downloaded. Right. Mm. They bought it. Downloaded it. Um, Hopefully they're not playing on PC because apparently that is not the optimal way to play right now. Um, Right. (laughs) Um, Here, knock one in the the console boys belt, I guess, in the (laughs) PC war, if you believe in that sort of thing. Uh, Because you could be... uh, You hear his voice every week in the the mid-roll, but Joe, who occasionally has to do some things on controller but really it's only menu navigation and then it breaks and he has to use mouse and keyboard for the actual (laughs) gameplay and it seems like kind of a mess over there in that department uh but yeah elden ring it's great wonderful what uh what class did you start out as forest because i forget i do believe it was the warrior class whichever one has the highest strength starting stat Mm. Yes. Uh, I make it my goal in every single Souls game I pretty much play to wield as many big swords as I can as early as possible. Mm. So, 
whatever helps me accomplish that. All right. I started out as the confessor, which is a sort of paladin slash rogue-esque build uh, that's sneaky but good in magic. So basically you can easily pivot it to just be a paladin. Yeah. Uh, And so that's what I'm doing. Um, And Seth, uh, if anyone has listened to the show before, they should already know what your answer is going to be. But what build did you choose? Yeah, baby. I am a samurai. (laughs) Yeah. I considered uh, starting that, but... Not only am I a samurai, I modeled my character after my character model Neo 2, and I gave him the (laughs) same name as the character Neo 2. Wonderful. Uh, Yeah, and I'm basically playing it the same. So what was your character's name in Neo 2? Well, it's not an individual character. The character's name is Hide. Mm. Uh, So do you have like a headcanon as to how Hide got to the lands between... Or the land well, between? I mean, look, in he he was constantly in, in that game you constantly traverse between different realms and time. And the the DLC was basically all about time travel. Um and so I don't think it's too far fetched that he could have uh, the the powers of his dragon sword that sends him back in time could also send him somewhere else entirely. Now, now I hesitate to say uh, that it's the exact same sword because I don't want to... But I did find the... It, I can't remember the name of the sword that the samurai starts with. Uh, I got the, one. The Uchigotanga. Yeah, I Uchi found Gotanga. one in a, yeah. in a cave the other day. I was just shorting it yeah. to Uchi. Um, <laughs> it's a good weapon. So, yeah. So this is from Soft's first... Uh, if you don't know who From Software is, they have made such hit games as the Dark Souls slash Demon Souls series, Bloodborne, and Sekiro, and they've been making games for a long time. I didn't know they made games before the Souls yes. games, so... Uh, they also uh, did Metal Wolf Chaos back in the yep, early 2000s. Um, and uh, apparently a game called Kingsfield 4, Yes, uh, which... Uh, the people at Waypoint were streaming, and I was watching some of that. That was entertaining. Um, Can't forget about Armored Core. Yeah. Um, That actually just had an announcement the other week. Well, you know, a a leak through a survey. Yes. (laughs) It wasn't... (laughs) Listen, when I say announcement, that is a blanket statement. Um, (laughs) So it's... they're, They're known for making games and for making them hard. And, uh, I, and Dang, I, I hesitate right. to really say hard. It's just more like you've got to learn the game. And it, it is hard. Um, they also made a game called The Adventures of Cookie and Cream. What? I, you heard me. For, for what? What, what did for they the make? PlayStation 2. Yep. All right. Po- and in 2007, it was ported to the Nintendo DS. Oh, and they made Lost Kingdoms. That game was a dope. <laughs> what was that on? Uh, uh, Game PlayStation, Cube. GameCube. Oh. That, all that jazz. I'll uh, that sir, Just kidding. Not on the PlayStation. The just Game the GameCube. Cube. Just the GameCube. I wonder if anyone has modded... Uh, <laughs> 
Elden Ring to work with a GameCube controller yet. God. I'm, I'm sure it's possible. I don't think that would be well, fun. Unfortunately, all GameCube controllers are pretty much owned by Smash players, I, and you know they're not playing Elden Ring. I saw the other day, and I know that there's just going to be us rambling about Elden Ring, which is fine, because Elden <laughs> Ring is about rambling anyway. Um, uh, but I saw the other day someone beat um, the, what's the name of that boss that I beat the other day when I was talking to you, Seth? The mm, at Joe Mama? No. Um, but it was the the really fast guy that you summon and you get his his sword that does uh, bleed damage. Oh yeah, uh, the hound guy. Yeah, the hound guy. Uh, I saw someone beat him with the Wii Fit or the the um, what uh, Ring Fit Adventure things. They modded that nice. to work for the That's game. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, FromSoft also made Ninja Blade for the Xbox 360, which I feel only three people remember. Yeah. But it's important that they remember it. Um, so, Seth, what has been your experience with this game so far? Um, I I feel like I did a bad job explaining it somewhat uh, because this is... My, my first Souls-esque game was uh, Bloodborne, and I got pretty far in it. I got past the... F- second or third boss um and i really liked it but i eventually got i think final fantasy 7 remake is what killed my run in <laughs> bloodborne mm. um and you are kind of uh you at least in the the genre have i think the most experience out of the three of us so how have you been enjoying it yeah this is kind of like my first proper souls game um but even that's not entirely true because, well, I mean it is, um, but it's also not. I, I I mean it's also not really a proper Souls game because one of the first things I noticed from this was how much of like the blood of Sekiro was in this game, because um, there it's it, it's weird because it's been years and years since I played that and like jumping in. Um, like the game immediately felt uh to me like Sekiro did rather than uh my admittedly limited experience with the actual Souls game which I feel are um I don't know if sluggish is is the word um but there was a kind of like um I don't know uh, just a sort of more fluid feel uh in Sekiro um, and this game, I think, brings like all, a lot of the physics feel the same, and I think it, it certainly has to do with the class that I'm playing and the weapon that I started as. Um, you know, it, it feels exactly like I'm um, I, I, I'm playing the same character again, um, but just like the jumping around and um, I don't know. It's so it, it was re- it's obviously that I loved Sekiro. Um, and even like the the kind of the blocking is 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 sort of similar there's uh i mean i i assume previous souls games had poise mechanics yes um um but i don't know if they work exactly the same as they do in this game um i mean they might they probably did but it they pretty the, much the do. way it's the way it's implemented here feels a lot like it did in Sekiro without like the um 
the 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 more what's the word? I guess stylistic uh, use of of the attacks there. Um, it it's a really fun feeling game. Uh, so, but like it's obviously I've played tons of Neo and Neo Two, and it's kind of hard to directly compare them because the while the battle systems are similar in the ways they go about doing things, uh, especially in Neo Two, they they feel very different. Um, but there have been times where I've like loaded up the game. Uh, and been in a cave, and I was like, "Wait a minute, this looks exactly like Neo Two does," um, <laughs> which is not a you know not a complaint for me. Um, I think it's really fun. I'm glad that it's uh, the open world aspect. Like previous Souls games have th- all been sort of like mission based, or rather stage based is a is a better yeah. way to put it. They're very um, uh, close, not like closed off areas, but. They're very distinct areas that right, uh, and they can't don't just like wander away from and go yeah. find a whole new place like you can in Elden Ring. Yeah, there may be like, and even even within levels, there may be like visual evocations of of past places that you've been in. Um, but yeah, there it's it's not one continuous world where it was in Sekiro and 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 which was a, a big. Um, departure from the Souls games for them, and and it also is in this one, which is kind of the the sort of big change up in the Souls formula here. Um, and you know, people are comparing it to like sort of the the Souls version of Breath of the Wild, which I think is it's you know it it is a reductive comparison, but it is I think. It it does sort of get to the point of what the game is doing new, um, compared to the old Souls games. Um, that you you know you're just kind of you exit the starter dungeon, and you have you know you have their general kind of um, waypoints of the directions that you should that you can go in to advance the story. And certainly, there's nothing like giant Ganon and floating in Hyrule Castle at all to- at all times in the middle of the map, like there was in Zelda. But you can't you, you do just like get to go wherever you want and do whatever do whatever you want and in whatever kind of order you want to do. Um, so it's cool. Uh, I, I'm there's also a horse which you get. Um, I I wish I had gone. I wish I had gone like in the directions that pointed me in at How? the beginning of the game quicker, <laughs> so I could have got the horse earlier. Because uh, How did I get the horse much. before you? That's what I um, and I naturally found it. I promise, I swear to God, I did not look up how to get there. Like you, well, I mean, everyone gets it. It's designed for you to get it naturally. The way I, I the way I saw it. I looked it up, or rather saw it written different places, is when you activate three of the, um, the what what are basically this game's campfires, they're called Points of Grace. Um, if you, when you activate three of them in the overworld, um, you get that cutscene. Uh, oh, so it's not location-based. Right. It can oh. happen anywhere. 
but it's just all most of the ones that I were was activating were in like caves and stuff. And so I was like, "This doesn't make ah, any sense." I see. Uh, and it and it, and it was finally that I finally got that third one, and that allowed me to get the horse. And I wish I hadn't spent so much time running around without it, <laughs> because it really is a much easier way to move around, um, and it feels great to ride. I I do wish that one of the things that did not take from Breath of the Wild that I wish it could have was the um, the ability to to get on a road and let your horse just run by itself. Yeah. Um, although there aren't really all that many roads in the game, I guess. There, I would. Mm. I agree with that, but at the same time, uh, so I'm also playing another gigantic open world game called uh, Horizon. Uh, I'm just going to call it by that now because that's what they want their franchise to be called, apparently. Um, and that is maybe the best one of the best things about traveling in that game is uh, I hate the way that the the mounts drive drive or control, but I can just put them on a road and let them go. And there are, there's not a lot of roads. I agree with you, but there are specific roads where you can, you should sort of be able to do that. Um, but I also think that maybe that would be hard to do because the game is asking you to stay engaged so much. Yeah. Cause anything can, come out of nowhere and get you yeah. um so i yeah i'm with you a little bit on that out of nowhere a random boss bar will just pop up at the bottom of the screen and music will start blaring at you and you're gonna get hit off your horse it's very yes fun. and that's always fun it, um it's a wonderful the, time the first every time it's the first couple today. times uh and then when you start to engage with that boss like intentionally and continually get uh, smacked around, it becomes less fun. Um, although I will say, I think my experience so far has been that the bosses, um, like they have certainly done their fair share of killing me, but uh, they haven't presented as like the the hill. The initial hill has not felt as like insurmountable as it has in previous games that I've played like this in the past. Um, I could agree on that. And I'm, and I'm sure that's uh, a lot of that is to have me having, you know, playing playing more and more of these games and sort of, and and kind of in internalizing what they do uh, will, it, at the very least, allows me to kind of diagnose stuff quicker. Um, um, but, so, and... And I don't know that that's that's neither a good nor a bad thing, but it is ju- it has just been my experience so far that um, there have really only been a handful of things that I have like rolled up to and immediately like, oh my gosh I can't I'm I can't do this uh, I I am not good enough or strong enough at this point um, so I don't know it's it's I mean, obviously, it's been really good, and I've been playing it nonstop. And the times that I haven't been playing it, I've been like, "Man, I, when do I get to play that game again next?" Uh, because it's 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 really addicting right from the, right from the get go. Um, and I think the the open world does a lot for that because it allows it it allows you to do a lot more stuff that are lower stakes. Um, whereas you know you load up a level in a Souls game, and you there's 
you, you don't really get an opportunity to kind of just sort of mess around, um, for lack of a better ter- term. Uh, like, if you're moving forward or moving backwards or in any direction, there's going to be, you know, like, they're, they're challenging games. They're, and they're even, they're sort of uh, set up as, you know, they're not really puzzle games, but it is like, here's a, a list of, here's a bunch of things in a row that you have to figure out the best way to overcome. Um, and on this one, you know, you can just kind of ride around through the fields and just going wherever, uh, wh- whichever direction suits your fancy and yeah, you know, chopping up random birds or, or dumb enemies that show up uh, and just explore. Um, so I think adding that to the... Like having that juxtapose against the the much harder stuff, um, like certainly the certainly the world is entirely curated, um, but there there are those sequences like those those instances like the first main one that you get to is is the like it, it's the first what you might call a dungeon, um, or the first place that is like a level is. Um, the, is the Stormhill Castle, which is kind of huge and labyrinthine in, in the way that they're, all the paths move move in and out of each other. Um, and so I, I think it's good that there are those two things set next to each other that you can choose. Okay, I want to go. I'll, I'll go do this much harder uh, focused thing now or maybe you think, hey, uh, I just want to kind of explore places that I haven't been to yet and see if there's anything cool out there. Or maybe you want to do the, the sort of middle ground of the, 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 the different caves that litter the that litter the world or just lit- sort of... Catacombs and stuff like that. Yeah, and there are even stuff like on, that, on the, the overworld that are just kind of small areas with uh, a... A few types of enemies that, um, you know, present like a combat challenge for you, rather than a like moving through a space challenge. Um, and so I think they've they they've struck a as far as I I am now they've struck a good balance of that stuff. Um, and there are still here and there in in during those exploration when you're just exploring you'll find those like cheeky. Soulsy kind of traps and stuff that yeah. just make you shake your head and laugh, um, like the the infamous rat uh, cave that everyone is talking about, where you go, where you go up to, um, like you walk in a cave, it's like, oh, there's a treasure chest unguarded, and you walk up to it, and suddenly you the ground crumbles out from under you, and you plummet into a cave with like five rats and a giant rat who immediately start to try and kill you. That's horrifying. Um, yeah. Right. I, <laughs> and you were giving me crap for not wanting to go down an elevator earlier. <laughs> yes, an elevator is safe. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, no, a treasure chest in a cave is not. Nothing is safe. <laughs> Some the, things are safe. Like, if, if, you, if there is a button that you have to press to get on it, like... There's not just going to be random stuff popping out because you have to make that choice. Um, 
But yeah, I, I can understand your trepidation to go down an elevator into who knows where. Absolutely. Because who knows what will be on the other side. And who knows if I can get back up. You can't. All, all elevators are two-way. You just have to find them. I know that you're saying this, but you don't know this for a fact. You have not played the game and been in every elevator. No, but I've played enough of these games for a long enough time, with the exception of Sekiro and Souls 3, that I, mean, I know fine. how these things work. The game has put in me a distrust that I don't think. I mean, there, trust your I, friends, I will David. say, I, I have encountered elevators that are not two-way, at least in the first instance that you find them. I um, Every elevator like that I have found that I can walk on, like is two-way now finding like the like the second floor section of an elevator but not having the actual platform there that is a that is a progress blocker you have to go find that that floor to get on i don't know i listen i you just sound like one of the notes on the ground that's (laughs) telling me to do something and i shouldn't do it that's 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 how I look at everything in the Just game. Just try jumping off this cliff that clearly has nothing. Healthy dose of skepticism. Yeah. Uh, so, Seth, I want to touch on one of the things you brought up because uh, I think it is. Um, I don't. I. I don't know how to put it correctly. I think it's one of the most inherently beautiful parts of this game, in that. Uh, the first boss in the game that is mandatory is uh, Margit, which is, um, I can't remember his title, title, but it's Margit. The Fell Omen. The yes. Fell Omen. Um, yes, he, he guards the bridge right before you get into uh, Storm, ca- Storm, Castle Stormvale, which is yes. kind of that first uh, proper Souls-like level space. Um, I got to market while talking to you in an Xbox live chat and you had not gotten near him yet. Uh, and I got destroyed and then I got destroyed like three more times realizing I can't get those souls back cause you can't go in and leave. Um, and that pushed me to, because uh, I wasn't good enough, and I didn't have the stats necessary. Um, at that point, I didn't even have spells, um, really, which is insane. To <laughs> which, think as, about. A, as a confessor, um, is like half your well. I had two. Shtick. I had two spells, but one was Not. healing, and one was like shadow step. If you know uh, what that is, it basically just I love shadow step. It lets you be a little bit sneakier, which is with the boss doesn't matter because they know you're there. Um, so uh, I, I was like, neither of these help. I don't have anything ranged. Seth is like, don't you have a bow? I don't have a bow. I don't either. Uh, <laughs> I've not I've been fu- able to find one. Uh, I found That's insane, one. insane, yo. Bow I, is a, the bow is S tier. Um, I have a cross bolt. Those are useless. Crossbow sucks. <laughs> Crossbow Let me just sucks. Say, crossbow I, I'm not saying sucks. it's good, but it's not useless. Every time I've tried, I've sold them all now when I get them because <laughs> they're they suck. I sell all my bolts. It's great money, <laughs> money or runes. Yeah. Um, 
I've graduated from calling nah, you them souls. Keep that. Uh, nah, sell bolts because I'm not going to use them. Um, so the thing is that that experience while talking to Seth on Xbox Live basically made me reevaluate what I was doing, and I I realized I was playing the game. I was playing the game wrong in that I'm like, all right, I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing the steps. I was kind of playing it like, mm, I, I, I don't want to say it like that I was playing it like a reviewer, but I was playing it to beat it. I wasn't playing it to enjoy the space and then hitting market really forced me to look back and I was enjoying the space. I was like, Oh, this is a real pretty world. And, this game is really pretty and I'm enjoying interacting with the mechanics, but, but hitting the roadblock and having to go back and be like, okay, let me see what else is out there really forced me to see what this game can offer and, uh, experiment with different sorts of things. And I ended up finding, (laughs) I found a shortcut that goes around storm Vale Castle, and now I got access to the round table thing, which you only get after you finish the castle. What? Yeah. I I found the access route that goes all the way around it to the end of it. Oh my god. Uh, I don't know how. I kind of showed Seth. I don't know if he even went over there. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I, I found it. I did that. Um... That was pretty cool. So I have access to this whole area that you don't, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's it's a little hub world area that's cool in it. Nice. You get to talk to other tarnished. Um, I I didn't get the jellyfish that everyone talks about, which is a bummer, because uh, <laughs> I didn't talk to the girl multiple times. But I I'm I'm loving and living in this world now, and sort of. Building a head are cannon you, for my are character. Are you laughing in it too? Yeah. I'm live, love, laughing in the, <laughs> in the, the lands world, between. The lands between. But are you eat, pray, loving? Live, laughing. I did eat some, what was the name of the item? It didn't sound appetizing, but my character did. Berries? No, flesh? it was some sort of meat. <laughs> Hunk of gave flesh? Me, it gave me extra physical prowess. Mm. Exalted uh, flesh. Strength. Yes, that's what it was. Thank you. Um, I did that before dying in two hits to this <laughs> tree sentinel. Uh, so I wasted that item. But it's fine because I eventually beat the tree sentinel. Um, really? Uh, he's not a tree listener. He's not a tree. He's not a tree. He's just, he's a, just a man on a horse. Yes. Big the, man, big horse. You assume Must be a Clydesdale. Trees. Probably you a Budweiser Clydesdale, I think. You assume he loves trees because he is the tree sentinel. And he just walked through trees. Um, so I do want to tell a small story about Elden Ring and how it's about my experience with it. And that the f- second night of me playing it, I was getting really discouraged because I had gotten spells and I had started leveling up. And I hadn't beat a named boss yet. And I'd sort of been running around all over the place. Uh, And I'm talking to Seth and Seth is like, 
you'll you'll beat one eventually. And I'm going through this cave and I'm like, oh God, I'm this is uh I can't remember is a it was an actual dog man. Um he has a beast name and I killed him in my first try. And Heck Seth yeah. was like, Okay, now go fight Margaret and you'll do it in two tries. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think that's possible. And he's like, I don't know, man, you're going to do it. And because of Seth willing me, I did not beat Margaret in two tries, but I'd say within 10 or 15, I That's a I big difference, him. but I'm glad you pushed through. Yeah, no, I, I didn't stop. You finally slammed through the brick wall. Yeah. Um, shout out to... You felled uh, the fellow. Rogier. Rogier. Uh, the, the, the sorcerer and my wolves. <laughs> For uh, taking all the attention away from and you, so you could hit him. Really, they died real early. The run that I beat him in, yeah, they died at about half health, and I I finished off the second half of his health bar myself, and it was really close. Um, and then I thought I was spent for the night, and then I went and fought the Evergal guy, and got his bloodletting sword, which is a great sword, and I can't use it, but I have it, so that's fun. A great sword, you say? Yeah. Uh, I can show you where to fight him. He's in the south. Wonderful, please. Um, and yeah, it's you know, I I encourage anyone that's playing and maybe having a hard time with this to play it in a voice chat with friends that are willing to build you up and laugh with you at certain things. Yeah, because it will really help you uh, get through the game. And I I think that everyone should approach the game with a. Mm, a, a light, I don't want to say lighthearted, because I don't think lighthearted is the right word, but a a willingness to, to learn what the game is going to have to teach you. Because it, it tells you all the stuff you need to know. You just have to be willing to read into it, uh, which is really fun. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been real good. Forrest, how has your run as a warrior been Wonderful. since you chose the... So, by the way, Seth, you're not in the the comic shop chat in the for uh, the, the comic shop Discord, but Forrest was like, oh, yeah, it, I, I beat Margaret pretty easily. Uh, and I'm like, what? How? <laughs> and because he chose the, the, the warrior build or whatever... He I'm was able to take like seven to nine hits from Margaret, whereas yeah. my squishy confessor was dying in four. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, of course you beat him faster than me. You can just eat damage. If it makes you feel any better, every combat encounter mm, is still really nice. tense. Because, um, like, unfortunately, with the great swords, they're not fast weapons. So, like, I'm kind of shooting myself in the foot a lot yeah, of the time. I don't times. think they're. I don't. <laughs> I don't actually think they're that great. I I just love big swords. Um, but so are you dual wielding them? No, but I will. <laughs> I just I, I, I dude. There are some great swords that legitimately have like a forty-one strength requirement, which is insane. Yeah, I know. I have one that's a thirty. <laughs> like, I I'm only at like twenty-two strength right now, and I am trying to pump that as much as I can. Um, 
but I, <laughs> it's otherwise it's going really well. Um, I something I want to make note of with this game in general is how because of how big it is and how it literally just lets you go whichever direction you want once you get out into the overworld, there are so many things that a single player can experience that their friends may not have. Um, case in, in, we've mentioned a few of these things so far in the in the episode tonight, but uh, one of the major case in points was that there was an area to the right of that initial starting area that I just did not go to or know of that you guys have been telling me about for like pretty much since the night that the game came out or the night after. Um, because you guys took a right and I took a left and I just had Seth, entirely Seth different also experience. went left. Ah, yeah. So it was yeah, I went left. I see. It Double was back. You, David. Um, but now I'm, instead of exploring the west side of the map, I'm now <laughs> going hard on the east. I went, I went right. And then there was a chest that decided to take me far right. Yeah. <laughs> so that far right area is where I'm at right now. After exploring a, the coolest underground area ever, um, which has this like little puzzle in it where you have to light eight pyres um, to eventually walk up to this corpse um, of like a ancient like deer looking creature, um, and you touch it and you get teleported to like this other realm so that you can find it, and it's mm. called the the ancestor spirit it is what like this entire area leading up to it and that boss fight is some of the like just coolest things i've ever like had happen in a souls game during my time playing it like in it's just it's really amazing to me how much there is in this game like that entire section that i did would have been like a good chunk of almost any previous Souls game, you know? But, like, this feels like a a drop in the... a drop of water in, a, in an ocean. Well, know? yeah, we're still in the... It's not a lake. Yeah, not a lake. It's an ocean. We're, we're still technically in the opening area of the yeah, game. Yeah, There's... The map is gigantic. How, how much further have you gone, Seth? Past, like, uh, how... I hesitate to know how much further because it's going <laughs> to intimidate me. But uh, I've just um, so I think I've found most of the, and done most of the stuff in the that opening, like that first map that you get. I think I've combed through that pr- place pretty thoroughly. All and of I, grave. Yeah, um, and I have. Uh, I am currently like. Uh, actually, I think I have come pretty well through the 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 something something the place south <laughs> of there. After you know, you go over that. There's the, this bridge. The and whispering. Oh, it's the whispering something. Peninsula or something yes, like that. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm exploring there now nice. and east, but mostly south. Yeah, Seth, have you was, run that's into what the I was doing today. Have you run into the ghost horse? Ghost horse? Yeah. I don't uh, know. Near the entrance to the castle in the south, um, there's a, like a Grim Reaper type horse man 
that's the size of the tree sentinel. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I whooped up on him. Oh yeah, he killed me easily today. Oh yeah, he, <laughs> so, he killed me. He killed me too, and then I was able to pull out the old victory good. using the classic art of samurai: hit <laughs> and then run away. <laughs> bow and arrow jump slash. Yeah, bow and arrow jump slash. And then, or or on horseback, hit and run away. That is the art. That is the way of the samurai warrior. <laughs> um, uh, did you go, Forrest God, you really need to go south. That's really... I will. There's so much interesting <laughs> stuff. Did you... That's the thing. There's so much interesting stuff in every single direction. Yeah, but the stuff to True. the east is like weirdly demonic and interesting oh it's and, a hellscape yeah I, it's not i don't <laughs> K- think Kaelin it's is horrifying yeah i don't think it's that i don't think that's fun interesting like the stuff in the south is fun interesting yeah that's like fair. there's a, a I, easily three story tall man that shoots bolt like arrows that are nine feet long at you oh they're in Kaelin oh, too yeah Oh wait, they're in Kaelin oh, they're, too. Yeah, you have to after you defeat uh, the boss and and at Stormvale, you have to cross a bridge that has three of those people. Oh no! What? That's, yep, that's awesome. <laughs> he was just shooting arrows at me, and because of it, it was one. It was pretty easy to dodge. But I'm like, man, those are some big arrows. I really hope none of them hit me. Dude, there are so uh, underground in that area, like the Safria River well in the ruins and stuff, there are like spectral Viking looking dudes, but some of them have uh, bows. And dude, they will literally snipe you from across the entire oh, yeah. area with 100% precision. Oh, yeah. And yeah, they're they, annoying. They are the worst. Like, one hit takes down half of your health, half of my health. It's that's hor- a good bow too. It, yeah, I'll try. Yep. I'll, maybe I need to try and get it then. But that Wait, means they I also the they of- also drop their magic magic arrows too. Oh, wait till you fight the spider people. I, I oh, don't God. even want to see them. They sound horrifying. I killed my first thing. one today. Nice. Uh, just because I wanted to say I did it on the sh- on the show, <laughs> uh, because I'm very bitter about that experience. <laughs> um. But I don't think I could fight more than one of them at a time. They're very strong and very resilient uh, to damage, unless you do the classic samurai technique of pinging away at a distance with your bow and arrows. Yes. <laughs> this the is the way of the samurai tac- warrior. <laughs> ancient samurai tactic. Um, it never fails. But yeah, it's a... Uh, man, what a game. And dude, yes, a lot of this these is very enemies, fun. A lot of these enemies will literally chase you down relentlessly. Like some of them will not let you go. Sometimes a, a freaking ram will do that. <laughs> a Just ram? like a regular old animal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I In did. The fields will get mad at you and start running after you and trying to headbutt you. <laughs> and they won't let you just run away. I mean, they they will eventually because they're not as fast as you. But they'll try to catch up. I'm pretty yeah. sure it took Seth like six hours into the game to see the sheep roll away from him like an armadillo. What? 
Yeah, I don't know what it was. Wait, do you haven't seen? What are you talking about? Wait, Forrest, do you haven't? I haven't seen any sheep roll. (laughs) (laughs) It's really great. They're just, they just, they're just regular sheep. But sometimes, if you scare them enough, they roll up into a ball and start Sonic the Hedgehogging away from you. And they'll do it uphill too. (laughs) Yeah. It's special. Oh my god! It's a genuine treat. I was like, oh, yeah, look at these sheep rolling away. And Seth goes, what? (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, the sheep roll up like armadillos. I'll try and see this tonight when I play. And he's like, no, they don't. And I'm like, yes, they do. Take another look. It's weird because I also will just run away normally. Yeah. I don't know know what the decider is. Yeah. Just wait till you see it. It's a treat. The thing is, I don't doubt you. Yeah. Like, we say all of these, like, things about, like, yeah, these these enemies or these creatures do this in the game and that sound completely irrational. But we're like, oh, crap, really? It's wonderful. So the one thing I do want to ask, uh, maybe one of you can answer me. <laughs> I doubt it. Um Sometimes I come up on bosses or enemies and they'll have just chunks of health missing already. And I don't know why. Because they have been fighting with other enemies. There are... I I came across literally like a faction of soldiers fighting beasts in Kaelid and just sat and watched them fight for like 10 minutes. Right, but I'm talking like... I fought... So Seth, the guy that gives you the dagger or whatever... Yeah, he he starts at, at like half health. I think that's just sort of a his thing, a stylistic choice. Okay, okay. I was curious because I was like, hold on, that's and then the giant archer guy in the south had half of his health gone too. I I think it's because uh, now they that's may interesting. Have been fighting when other I when enemies. I when I rolled up on that the big archer statue guy, he had his he had full health. Yeah. Um. So I do think in the overworld, like. Enemies can damage each other. Yeah. Um, like, even if they're not intentionally attacking it, if they just step in the way of an attack. Uh, and it's not unreasonable to think that um, some of them are programmed to, like, be enemies with each other. Yeah. I've, I've seen both so, things happen. Yeah. Presumably, even that guy, that ghost horseman, uh, mm. like, I imagine if you could... Get him to ride after you, near to where that archer is. You could get him, get him to get shot by one of those bolts. Yo, Ooh. or to one of the bears nearby. There's those a, bears are terrifying, especially yes. like the bigger ones. So I uh, bless, bless the Elden Ring or whatever you want. Like, <laughs> uh, I was riding Torrent. I really think it's stupid that the horse has a name and you can't rename it. By the way. Uh, I think is, Torrent is a great ho- yeah. name for a celestial horse. Yeah, I think so also, but I think that I could have maybe come up with a better one. Don't ask me to do uh, so on the spot. How do you think but, you could? How do you feel about uh, a Pona in Legend of Zelda? That's different. No, it's not. It's not, a horse that you were given with a name that you can't change. Right. I think that Zelda. And that's like even less. That's even RPG less creative because it just sounds like a pony. a pony. You're not customizing your character to the extent that you are in The Legend of Zelda. 
you would yeah, but never also mind. the fine. horse you get the horse like you said, get in Elden Ring is, is clearly rad. not just a horse. He's got freaking horns. He can double. He's, an, he's a he's a being in <laughs> that an that doesn't in, preclude it from being himself. able to have a different name. <laughs> it's fine. So um, I was he's riding a unique torrent. character. Like with that with that mindset, any enemy in the game you could you should be able to rename any NPC you find. But I don't like I'm random not contr- people by campfires. I mean, I guess technically, okay, sure. Because I'm not directly controlling you're not re- Torrent. Yeah, you're not controlling Torrent. You're riding him. You're directing right. him. So I was directing Torrent. making him double jump. Yeah. Um, I was directing Torrent, um, who the more I've had to do mounted combat, I have frustrations with Torrent, but it's fine. Um, I was riding through some ruins and... Luckily, the one time that Torrent decided to hit the brakes when I wanted him to, <laughs> I did because there was a sleeping bear in the ruins uh, as I was just jumping through ruins oh, uh, no. haphazardly. And yeah, it was a really big one. And so I just was like, all right, I'm going to go the other way and just went back out the other way. It was terrifying. Um, yeah, but- the horse horse combat is interesting um, because I do think it, and generally when it, it sort of makes dealing with larger groups of enemies and some l- just larger enemies a lot easier but you do you do sacrifice a lot of the pre- precise control that you often need for certain enemies yeah um which i think is good like they couldn't just make it uh like have have it be a completely superior form of of combat um that you use as a crutch, and then when you're in non-horse encounters, you're like, well, "What do I do here?" Um, so I think there there are enough drawbacks to it to where, um, in the overall, you can approach that you can think of. Th- there are different benefits to approaching with uh, on on foot or on horseback, but it can be kind of frustrating sometimes that you're just mowing down and mowing through enemies, and then. Like it seems like you just kind of lose control and then get smacked around, but right. I don't think it's frustrating in an unfair way. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I uh, <laughs> it's after fighting the tree sentinel for thirty five forty minutes today, uh, and having to do it on horse, it was rough. I mean, you didn't have to. <sighs> I know. But I, some people would even might, uh, might even say that facing it on horse is like the least ideal form of of fighting him because you you have a he, he's you have a lot more control over where the tree sentinel is attacking you from and where you are moving, uh, in regards to his attacks. Uh, yeah. Like like I said, there you know there are there are pros and cons of both. Uh, and I think that is good. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I, I, I'm loving this game. Uh, please, God, don't expect any of us to have it beaten for a while, for a little bit. People <laughs> at home, this is a big. We may game. be talking about this game next week. Also, who knows? Uh, we may even be talking about it next year. Um, <laughs> right. Triangle Strategy comes out Friday. <laughs> Uh, I got the call for my pre-order today, and I'm like, 
I don't <laughs> need that game right now. Uh, that game's just going to get lost to the wayside. Yeah. Um, so, uh, don't know what I'm going to do about that. Um, but did you guys have any other closing thought or not closing? Cause we'll still talk about this game, but for now, closing thoughts on Elden Ring. What a wonderful am, game. Yeah. I think it, it's, you know, thus far, just a, it's been a really fun experience. Um, Some of the most fun you know, I've you, had in a while. Yeah, like there's no doubting that. I I do. I I wonder what the tale is like of my kind of investment in it, um, because you know I've been I've been pretty. I actually had a conversation about this with uh, a friend of mine. Um, like he was sort of pointing out how it's uh, interesting to him that this is a game that I would find myself attached to because I've been, you know, pretty anti huge open world games, um, for some time. So I do wonder like how exactly how vast is this world? And, um, you know, at the, at the, the larger ends of that potential scale, I wonder how long the game will be able to kind of, grab me and keep me like pushing forward through it um because really like I, I would have no um if it was just levels like like stages like previous games i i don't think there would be i, I would be in, in any danger of not getting through to the end if i liked the way the game felt but i do think that you know if if it just becomes too 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 much um, there is, you know, there is that chance of being like, all right, I'm, I'm kind of burnt out on, on, on riding around until I find the thing that I, that, that is grabbing me. Um, so, so we'll see. I, it's, it's a constant, uh, you know, there's, there's that delicate balance that these games have to strive, have to, have to ride, at least for me. Um, and I do wonder, like, you know, I'm pretty pretty early on. Like, will I like customizing the characters is kind of out of my brain right now, and like in regards to going in a very specific path. Um, so we'll see. I uh, obviously I think the game is really fun, and the combat and just mechanically, it's super good. So I know that that stuff will continue to entertain me. So long as I'm playing, um, but we'll see how some of the other stuff that uh, how it kind of ages for me as the as the game goes on. I'll yeah. I'll say for sure that I am enjoying playing at least I know I know it's another massive open world game, uh, but there is something to be said about the fatigue of icons. And so just being put into a world where I can just explore, uh, versus. Yeah. We didn't, we never really brought up, um, there are technically like side quests in this game, but, um, it's, it is an open world, but it's not done in the Ubisoft style of, uh, here are a bunch of icons on the map for that are activities for you to go do. Yeah. Um, 
Like your map will fill up with more icons as you find more places, um, like more named location and more points of grace that to fast travel from to and from. Um, but that's but those are sort of more of a a matter of um, practicality, I guess. Yeah, uh, it's they're not there. So like. At any time when I'm playing Horizon, there's maybe like 15 markers on my screen telling me where to go. Yeah. And it's just exhausting. And with this, I'm like, anything can kill me, but that's okay. I'm just going to kind of go wander around. Yeah. um, And see what I find. Uh, And it's just, there's something inherently peaceful about that. uh, That I think is beautiful. I know I said that earlier about the game, but just the game is beautiful in and of itself, but like the the simplicity of that sort of decision. Um I don't wanna say that it's an it's it's breath and once again it gets to you know, compared to Breath of the Wild. That's what I loved about Breath of the Wild is I I don't know how many I play like fifteen hours of that game before finding the first city. Because <laughs> uh, I was just running around and looking at stuff. Yeah. Um, I just didn't get to one. Uh, but it doesn't mean that those hours weren't good. So, but I think that that's probably one of my favorite things is that I can just kind of get lost. And then um, always what I've done is I. I get lost for a while. I level up and explore. And then I'm like, I'll go fight this boss I wasn't able to beat. Um, now I need to find a new boss I can go back to because the tree sentinel ain't standing anymore. Yeah. So. <laughs> you chopped them down. Yeah. Um, I will say uh, my experience with previous Souls games, like I've uh, unfortunately bounced off a lot of them after a while just because I I had a hard time discerning the direction I was supposed to go in with a lot of those games and the way areas are laid out and stuff and how labyrinthian a lot of previous Souls games are. But something that I really appreciate about Elden Ring is that each time you sit down at a side of grace, especially like the main ones is that your map will and the, the, the grace itself will literally have like an arch leaving from it pointing you in like the 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 story direction basically like if you want to make any main progress you know where to start heading like it it's not like an icon that says go here it's literally just an arch leaving from the side of grace that goes a few feet away in the direction that you should start walking and having that like it does a lot for me just knowing that I know where to go now, not even in a specific sense, but I have direction. So I know, I know that I'm not hitting just a brick wall of confusion, you know? So I'm, I'm actually really excited to see how, how long I can stay on this game and not, not fall off of it. Like I have with previous ones. Yeah, they've definitely like added there there are things in the open world that make it easier for you to continue like going on through them. Um like you said with, with the points of grace, they they all have 
when you, ones that you haven't found are always pretty easy to spot because of the way they light up uh, a large area around them. There's a a mechanic that in the overall, when you defeat certain groups of enemies, they'll they will recharge your um, your health and mana flask that you use. Um, so you so you're not really feeling like you have to constantly be going back to places to recharge. Um, I do wonder at what point will, if if there is a point, um, will I know what the actual story of this game is? Um, certainly, there are a lot of uh, capitalized proper nouns um, that people keep throwing around, but I'm I'm still really not sure what anything actually is. Um, and you know, I guess that's just sort of. That is kind of part of the appeal of these games, but I I feel like this one is trying to tell a more directed story, uh, and you know the 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 whole the, the the greater lore of the world was sort of sketched out by uh, George R R Martin, um, and it's so it has it has all the the fantasy trappings that you can expect from. From a Game of Thrones style world, uh, but yeah. whenever I whenever people start talking and throwing out words like fingers and uh, rune, great runes and the Golden Order and stuff like that, I'm like, what is happening? There's there's this big opening cutscene that says a lot of that, that has a lot of text without seeming to say anything, except for right at the end when it says that you are alive basically. All I know is that you gotta seek the Elden Ring to become Elden Lord. I don't know what that does. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh also so I don't even know one of the things that I find funny is the like so in I forget what your char- what your character was called in Souls games. Um, but in this, you are a tarnished with a capital T. Everyone calls you that. I don't know how they know what you're, that you're that. I don't know exactly what that is. There's no visual discerning factor. Right. <laughs> you're just like a human. Yeah. I know that in Dark Souls, you were like a dead guy. Yeah. Like a- after you die enough, after your initial like first life, like you just start hollowing out and you look more and more like a ghoul as things go on until you pop a humanizing thing, you know? All I know yeah. is it's it's probably characterized by not having a maiden. <laughs> yes, there are capital M maidens, and you start maidenless. Again, what does this mean? <laughs> Nothing, really. It's um, just really funny. <sighs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It's the, all of the all of the goofy capital names uh, and 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 titles and words they use it's they 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 never cease to provide amusement but but it is sometimes you you're like what what are you saying to me sir please speak english stop calling me maidenless please <laughs> i don't know i'm literally sitting next to my significant other on the couch playing this game um don't don't I am excited to play further to see what lore there is, if any. <laughs> that's that's where I'm at. Uh, so. Oh, there's definitely lore, but is it's there a, a story? Game. Right. 
who knows? Um, you know, it's it's the age old uh, destiny question. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> There's a lot of lore. Is there a story? Well, it's to be determined. Right. Um. Well, with that, we are going to take a break and close this first chapter of our adventures in the lands between and we'll be back with the news hi big joe here and i'm here to tell you to check out suplex the sticks on all social media platforms at at suplex the sticks links for the socials and the invite to our discord are in the show notes below Subscribe and review the show on your favorite podcatcher. And while you're at it, let your friends know about the podcast. It's the best way to help us grow our community. And with that, back to the show. And we're back. All right. Um, let's talk about some news. We're going to do two of the smaller pieces let's of news. Let's talk about news, baby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, we'll talk about two smaller pieces of news and then the big one at the end because there wasn't much this week, probably because of Elden Ring. <laughs> Everyone yeah. you know, knew they'd get washed out uh, in that conversation. You cannot compete with the biggest release of the year so far. Right. Uh, so first off, Guardians of the Galaxy and Kentucky Route Zero are coming to Game Pass in March. Uh, so if you have not played Kentucky Route Zero, you should, and it's going to be on Game Pass. And if you haven't played Guardians of the Galaxy, you, you should, should. Uh, and it's going to be on Game Pass. Uh, so both fantastic games, both extensively talked about on the show before. So go in our past episodes and look for the names of the game and the episode title. And it, you know, we talked about it in there. Um, that. Great games that we we all liked. Well, Sith didn't play Guardians, but um, and I didn't play Kentucky Route Zero. You should, uh, and you will be able to on Game Pass. Yes, uh, since you're not using your Xbox for anything else because <laughs> you're playing Elden Ring alone on your PS Five. Not alone, <clears throat> just not with y'all. Mm, so alone. So alone. Uh, <laughs> then Resident Evil Two, Three, and Seven are getting. PS5 and Series S slash X upgrades this year. I'd love to hear it. Um, I've been wanting to go back and replay 2 and 3. Why? You've, how many times have you played them? Only twice. You're not allowed to talk about them on the show. No, I won't. I won't. <laughs> I've said all I can about those games. Yeah. Uh, why would you play them again? Because, because we play video games for fun sometimes. I guess. <laughs> I... I don't know if I replay a game that I've... Huh. Hmm. I guess... I don't know. I think I did play replay Bioshock 1, but that was like three three years ago. I replayed Bioshock 1. But it's nice to replay things sometimes. Yeah. I should really replay Bioshock Infinite one of these days. Uh, so I could renew my memory of the lore <laughs> to argue with Seth. About. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. I feel like the arguments yeah. are better with us only sort of half remembering <laughs> what this you, you know what? <laughs> yeah, I can You're actually agree on You're that. You're not wrong at all. Um, and then the big news that came this weekend that no one expected at all. Um, 
there was a Pokemon uh, Direct. I don't know what they're called. I that's what um, I'm calling Pokemon it. Presents. Yes, I think um, where they revealed. There's going to be a couple updates for all of the Pokemon games out there. They're celebrating the 2.5 year anniversary of Pokemon Cafe, which is weird. Yeah. Um, and as well as Pokemon the tw- Masters EX. Uh, yeah. Yes. All in celebration of the 26th year of Pokemon. Yeah. And Duraludon is getting added to Pokemon Unite, which is cool. A big ice boy. Yeah. Um, no, he's not ice. He's a building. Is he a building? Yeah. Okay. His his Dynamax his Gigantamax form is right, literally based right. on a building is, in London. Yeah, it is a building. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, but the big thing was that somehow Game Freak has been working on Pokemon Gen Nine this entire time, and so yep. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet will be coming out this year, yep. supposedly. Yeah, worldwide, late yep. 2022. Crazy how stuff yeah i i i would love to know how big the team at game freak is because this is not they don't normally work i feel on two major titles in tandem like this especially so close together like i i just i would love to know the the only thing i can think of is that they're reusing and they're able to reuse a lot of the animations and rigging for the animations and stuff from game to game. From That's Arceus fair. to Scarlet and Violet. Yeah, I can That's see that. That's the only sense. thing I can think of. Because I'm not a game developer, so I don't... And the games have different art styles. Yeah. I, uh, I will say, I think this is maybe exactly the reason why the Diamond and Pearl remakes were handed off to another studio, is that all of Game Freak yeah, was sure. very busy between Legends Arceus and Scarlet and Violet. Um, and it's not like Legends Arceus is a small game. No. I think I'm at 30 hours. Yeah. And I yeah. just hit first it's credits. Uh, so, <laughs> um, yeah. What did we think of this? It's supposedly set in the... Mediterranean. Um, it looks like it's a lot of Spanish architecture. Yeah, people yeah. are guessing that it looks uh, that it is based on Spain, and of yeah. course the the starters, the name of the starters, sort of play into that. And I think at some point you can see a, um, I guess they call it the town map, but you can see a, a sort of a map and some screen with what looks like a Spain and Portugal. Uh, looking landmass. We um, we got the look. We got to see the new starters. I love them all. Um, I think they all look fake. They all look weird. This is the I, best I felt. Fue, except for Fue Coco. Except for Fue Coco, <laughs> who god. is the god. Um, he absolutely looks the weirdest out of all of them. I don't know. With, with these, he looks like a... This he is looks the first like a toy. Pie. He does. He looks like a plush toy. He looks toy. wonderful. I love him. This, this is the first new set of starters in a really long time that I have been 100% on. Like, yeah, these look like Pokemon to me without any reservations. But I know that that is not That's... the case, especially in our groups. Really? Yeah. 
I mean, I mean, Seth says they don't look like Pokemon. They look I, yeah. well. I think I you're think they look mostly like fakes. I think that Fuecoco looks like. To be fair, I think I, he, he looks like a he, character from Paper Mario. He looks like a toy or a paper, but I like that, so yeah. I'm fine with it. Yeah, the duck is Quaxley, just a duck, but he'll become but blue. A, a pirate, swan. hopefully. He'll become a swan. I'm gonna <laughs> yes. I'm gonna scream if he, they he will do become. Me like this. He's definitely gonna be a sailor. He sa- probably, he'll probably be. A, I I I can only hope he's soft and wet. <laughs> um, I hope I, he has. A I can't pompadour. remember the grass one because it's just a cat. Yeah. I I can't yeah. remember the name. Cats for the life are great. Man, it's, it's just it's just, it's just palette swap litten. <laughs> like it's just. <laughs> It's just green lit. That thing is not going to stay on all fours uh, yeah, as I it evolves. Because I, I no love that that's the does, meme about it. It's, it is going to stand up eventually, and it'll be I the tag it. team partner to Litten. Oh, I hate it. You know what? <laughs> I would, I would love a wrestling tag team. It'll of, be, it'll of, be the tag team partner of Incineroar. It'll evolve whatever into this what? grass starts. He'll be an actual. Is. He'll be a luchador. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Mexican, not Spanish. Also, yeah. shout outs to Halucha, the one of the the bird luchador Pokemon for yeah, Gen the six. forgotten Pokemon. I that... love Halucha; he's one of the best. Um, mm. So, regional one... variant of Halucha, give me that. Yeah. Also, an evolution, please. Uh, yeah, get a trio's belt on him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. So, <laughs> um, really, I I think that this looks great. Apparently, it's a seamless open world. How? Uh, especially after playing Legends Arceus. <laughs> or I mean, playing I'm, Elden Ring. Let's um, go. <laughs> I'm very curious to see what they've done and how the game is going to play. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming it's not going to be as... Uh, the, the battles are going to be done in the open world, they said. But they gotta. The, I don't know if there's going to be the rolling and everything that is in the... And Legends Arceus. Yeah. Who knows if I'm Yeah, wrong. it'll be like clearly this um I think development of these th- these two games probably started like at some point when during the development of Sword and Shield. Right. Um like clearly Arceus took stuff from Sword and Shield's Wild Area and DLC and sort of expanded upon it. It'll be interesting to see how it gets added in what back ways, into a mainline game. Yeah, in what ways Game Freaks tries to like sort of synthesize those two things, um, which what what mechanics they will bring forward. Uh yeah. Apparently there are there are tons of like um I'm sure I watched this video, Game Explained that uh, they like exploring the, the debut trailer. There's there's a bunch of stuff in the um, we should say the, the the trailer, it much like um, the many trailers that Game Freak has been doing for these reveals has a lot of live action elements uh, that <laughs> lead into the reveal of the game. Yeah, uh, and this trailer has a security guard investigating kind of a disturbance in in an office building and it turns out to be game freaks and there are these crazy lights but apparently in the like the background details there are interesting things that seem to be nodding toward uh maybe this what what the story is going to i i the stuff i saw was in a video rather than an article so i can't like directly um 
pop some things off the top of the head, but uh, yeah, so there's some stuff that seemed uh, neat. I'm, it's I'm it's crazy. Uh, I'm. It's just it it's so weird. Like the it was obviously a huge announcement, but it also doesn't feel like it landed all that large. Um, I don't know, but I I'm definitely excited. Uh, I I would say um, part of that is because all we really got out of it was that there was a new game announcement. We saw like a few seconds of some areas and then we got the starters and that's been it. We don't really have an idea of yeah. like, like normally with each of these new gen announcements, like I feel like we get a lot of information. This feels very controlled and I don't know. Like I think they're comparatively they're, the previous ones that have been very sparse, but I think there's always been some kind of wow stuff that make that grabs you like Look back at like Sun and Moon. It was a sort of a vastly different art style. Um, when uh, in Sword and Shield, it was this amazing kind of open world area that they showed off. And then when they showed Ar- Arceus, it was like a completely different thing. Um, and so there isn't really uh, like you watch this trailer and it looks a lot like Arceus does. Um, so I think that's why, like even though. Like thinking about the way that's implemented is like whoa, that's gonna be cool. Um, but visually, it's it's not, it's not like there isn't anything super distinct that is kind of grabbing you. Yeah. Um. So I think that may have something to do with it. The the one uh, thing I need to know is if Ball Guy is gonna be back. Yes, bring back Ball Guy. Bring back Ball Guy. I need the confirmation that he is in the game. What's a Look, what's a sort of also one one of the first things I thought of uh, if this is based on Spain, Portugal, sort of around that area. That means we've got a region based on that, a UK region and a France region. They're building a whole Pokemon Europe. Um, I still have that this great wish that one of these games will pull a gold and silver and allow you to backtrack to a, a nearby region. God, um, I wish. And of course, you know, it's, uh, this, we're talking Europe. France is a hop, skip and a jump away from Spain. It's not unreasonable that someone from this region could go to Kalos on a train or whatever. Yeah. I just want to go back to Kalos. Dang it. I would love I to. I can't wait. I can't wait for what, for whatever, Remakes of X and uh, of uh, <laughs> X and Y, y are going to be. I, I I want. I just want to play those games now, yeah. but on the Switch. I just want to know that if we ever get a like a Italy based region for a mainline Pokemon game, are they going to bring back that one city from the Latios and Latias movie? Mm, no, it's not canon. Doesn't matter. You could still use the location and make I mean, the location. Look, people canon. were. That's, I mean, people were hoping that Sword and Shield were going to have the location from the Detective Pikachu movie, which was based off London, but it wasn't there. Oh. It's too bad. So I decided to Google trees native to Spain to try to guess what the professor's name would be. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. And I think I've narrowed it down to 
to three. Uh, there's Professor uh, Alder. Professor Alder. Oh, that's gonna be it. Oh, that's that's I'm, a great. I'm placing. I'm placing my bet on that. Professor Aleppo. Mm. Or uh, Professor Hakaranda, which is too much. Uh, definitely not that. Is there anything? I wonder if there are any other. There's beach trees. Beach, beach trees are uh, like beech nut trees are native to Spain and eucalyptus. But I think that Professor Eucalyptus is too much. Yeah. Um, carob. Carob trees. C A R O B. Yeah. Yeah. I think that Alder is a I good know. one, though. Yeah, I, I think Alder's the, Alder for sure. the big money here. I think Carob is a good... Um, we got to really... Uh, we got to stamp this possibly. so that yeah, when, yeah. We, when, it hap- when it comes out, we can... We could take all the credit. Yeah. We guessed it first. Let's see. We also got a... It could be the, the Professor com- Naranjo. <laughs> The the common U is native to Spain, so Professor U, <laughs> which U was the rarest wood in RuneScape. Fun, fun fact. Oh, nice. I was able to, yeah. The real question is like, will they would they use an English name? Right. For, will they use the or English would they use this a... the the native, what the native name for the tree is? Right. But They'll probably use English. Let's be real. I am excited for more Pokemon, I guess. More Pokemon. In the same year. Yeah. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I think it's going to be good. Yeah. I, I'm, re- I'm really excited to see how much it is able to pull and synthesize from Legends Arceus. I'll uh, tell you, if it's not a yeah. lot, then I'm... I'm probably checked out to another <laughs> Legends game. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm spoiled, and this game is much more akin to my lifestyle. I, I never beat uh, Sun and Moon, and I didn't play Sword and Shield well, yet. Sun so and like, Moon was terrible. I, Sword and Shield was great, but I like, you know. Regardless, though, Scarlet and Violet, I like, think, it has the potential yeah, we, to get back Yeah, we should say in. the names. They are Scarlet and Violet, which I think I think is sort of a... Nod to red and blue, in the same way that kind of ruby and sapphire was. Mm. Um, you may be onto something here. Yeah, although it's kind of hard to say because that those are. I mean, we all know. I'm you know, you, you like you like to purple. you, yeah. you like to look in read into that stuff and say like okay, so this is sort of a you know it's a this is a new the new big. Be- the, the new first Pokemon game, you know, kind of like how the DC and Marvel are always releasing new number ones of these comic books. Don't get me started To signify on that, the start of a new era. <laughs> um, but, I, but you got Red Blue, and then you got uh, Ruby and Sapphire did it. Uh, X and Y. The, had blue and red they, color they were not red. They were not red and blue, but they had those two colors. Um, were very prominent on the boxes. Yeah. Um, even Sword and Shield has that's the kind of red and blue thing going on. So I don't know, but so maybe it's it's less. Uh, yeah. The a, the, the more you keep talking oh, right here, yeah. the the more and more this Scarlet Violet thing is losing. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So maybe it's it's it 
It's it's less a direct nod <laughs> to Red and Blue and more just like a thing that they do with every release. <laughs> <laughs> so in that way, it is a nod, but it's just something that they constantly are nodding to yeah. every time they release yeah. something new. So I'm not wrong, but I'm not right. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm excited to see what the future holds for Pokemon. Yeah. And these legendaries that are probably going to be crystal-based, based on the names, possibly. Well, Scarlet and Violet are just colors. No, Violet is a crystal. What? No, it's not. If anything, it's a flower. Well, I mean, maybe they're flower-based. I'd be cool with that. Yeah. I'm but excited to find out. I'm excited to find out. Um, and we all know that Fuecoco is the best plushy Pokemon possible uh, in this Terrible game. Terrible name. D- not a good terrible name. Game. All of the names are terrible. What?! Yeah. Quaxley is a good name. Quaxley Coco, is, okay, Coco so. is so fun. It's yeah. not a good name. You're not a good Sprig- name. Sprigatito or whatever. Yeah, I don't know what that one. I don't know. Sprigatito is just it's too on the nose. We get it. It's a Spanish kitten that's a sprig. Yeah. Fuecoco. God. Is a god. <laughs> And I will raise him to be level 90. He'll be the only Pokemon I use in that game. And I will destroy him. And, and you'll never everything. evolve him. I'll never <laughs> evolve him. Level 99 Fuecoco. <laughs> He'll be in the top like 1%. With... No, I'll be like Joey. He'll be in the <laughs> yeah. top 1% <laughs> yeah. of all Fuecocos. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'll have Why don't the... you make him level 100? You can do that. That's, yes. I thought it yeah. stopped at 99. No, no. It's 1 no. to 100. Oh, well, he'll be level 100. Don't worry. <laughs> I thought you were going to just block him once he gets to, to 99. You're no, like, all right, no. sorry, buddy. You um, don't get triple digits. This just goes to show you the last time I leveled a Pokemon that high, um, I which I haven't in forever. It's not easy. Um, but it takes a while. With that... We appreciate you listening um, and interacting. If you see anything cool in Elden Ring, uh, tell us in the Discord. I'm always, uh, I don't know about these guys. I forgot to mention earlier. I would like to know where to find more summons besides just the wolves. I want a variation, please. And I would like to know. You got to kill stuff. I would like to know where to find more great swords. Oh, please. I can got to kill stuff. Got to kill stuff. Yep. Um, got to kill stuff. Got to explore. With that, we will talk at you next week. Bye. Bye. See ya.